Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Digital drummer Jim Newson with Urban Tech Talk on the radio, and I'm your co-host Jacqueline Taylor Adams. Hi, Jim. What's going on? How are you doing, Jackie? Happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was wonderful. I ate and ate and ate and seen all my relatives and my young cousins. It was five generations together, from the babies to the the great-grandmas, it was a wonderful day. All righty. That sounds great, great. I had a great time, too. I, um, first, we thought it was going to be pretty small. It was supposed to be just me and my mom and my grandson, and he wanted to have it at his place. Of course, I had to buy all the food, bring it there, and cook it, but <laughs> he has a new apartment, and this is his first um time he ever had a Thanksgiving anything, so he wanted to host it. But um, his sister, my granddaughter, wanted to come in with her two children and about three or four of his friends, so it wound up being a nice time, and, um, you know, so it was good because we hadn't gotten together as family for a while, so sometimes the holidays are really good just to get make us make a concerted effort to get together. And forget your problems and just enjoy the pleasures of being around those that care about you. Uh, It's a great time of year, whether we're talking about Thanksgiving or Christmas or Kwanzaa. You know, it it just kind of builds in in terms of its anticipation. You go to one party and then you got to go to the next and then you got to go to the next. It seems like it's a never-ending time. You have to take a vacation from the holidays. 
<laughs> that's true, that's true. So, you know, you do want to make sure that you don't overdo it in your holiday um, in your holiday doing, but you want to make sure that you do take advantage of it. I think the best thing I really like about the holidays is the goodwill. People seem to have a, sen- a real sense of goodwill. So if we would just carry that throughout the year, I think we'd be doing great. So talking about goodwill, being grateful and thankful, all those good things, since we didn't have a Pacific guest and we are Urban Tech Fair, I thought it would be good to actually start talking about some actual products. We have a young man I know that just joined our community that's actually in a review of a product, um, Kevin Williams, right? Jim? I'm sorry, Jackie, I had you on mute. Uh, We we had uh, a lot of people uh, sign up on the uh, Facebook site to say they were going to be listening to the show, uh, Kevin and Chris Hinckley, and uh, there's a lot of comments on the uh, Facebook group. And I was, you know, just really amazed uh, looking at it the other day, you know, the NPR Blacks and Technology special uh, we've got uh, Dana, we've got uh, oh, uh, about four or five of the people that are going to be on that uh, special are members of the Urban Tech Fair. I'm just so proud and honored of the people that have associated with us and the amount of knowledge and experience that we have within this group and this organization. And every day I learn something new. Every day I, I am thrilled about the progress that different people are making and, and and doing in our community all across this nation. Yes. And that's why we actually want to, you know, go to the point, um, actually start sharing products and tools. We do have a large community of um, tech professionals and um, entrepreneurs and business professionals. So there's um, this one product. Today we're going to do a review of what's called Twyla, and that's spelled T-W-Y-L-A-H. Did you get a chance to get over to Twyla, Jim? Yes, I I took a good look at it, but you know me, I'm an open source man, and I I know that there are a lot of products on the market that make uh, productivity a lot easier and uh, uh, smoother. Uh, I'm more into the... uh, 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 nuts and bolts of uh, uh, doing it yourself. A uh, 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 great program is only as good as the mind behind it. <laughs> well, what makes Twyla so great? And as you stated, it is a great productivity tool. But what is it? Um, I guess so many of us have been on Twitter, and you see the conversations going back and forth. But a lot of people, especially a lot of small business entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, have not yet realized how do I, you know, maximize Twitter for my business use. People keep saying you should be on here, but how do you do it? Now, some people, I think, have a tendency to luck up, but um, I've been, you know, on Twitter for a couple years, a few years, and... I know it's great for having conversations and all, but um, what I had liked about Twyla, it, when it first came around, it was showing you what the tendency, what the core of your tweets would be about. 
And so I'm like, oh, okay. Then you look. I'm like, okay. Even though I say I'm on here, and I'm going to use myself as an example because I just um, started. Um, I've been with Twilight for a while, but they just started their beta program, and I'm actually in it. So I'm do. I'm on there for marketing. That's my goal. That's my focus: marketing and telecommunications. Most of my um, tweets, the majority of them, was about the Urban Tech Fair which I'm the chairperson, but the, they weren't necessarily reflecting uh, marketing. So if I want to be looked upon as the marketing person, how do I make sure that, you know, my tweets are reflecting it, you know, how how is it being viewed? So it, Twilight gives you an opportunity to see where your brand is. And what's really great about it, and everyone can just go to, I need to open up the chat room, and I do apologize. Sometimes I forget about that. We did have another caller that was on the line. But you can go to five one, um, go to www.twilatwylah.com. If you go over to twyla.com, they have a free brand assessment. And they will do a Twitter brand assessment. And it's very detailed. It is very, very detailed. So something you definitely want to check out. It is um, very detailed, and you'd have to pay good money generally for a, a quality brand assessment like that. But it's going to go through to see what your brand is, what is your expectation, what do you want. It will make you pull out what you say your brand is, pull out the topics, the things that you cover, and then see if that is actually what's happening on your page. And then they're going to give you steps of things that you need to do to make sure that you are reflecting your brand. So it's more than just a a Twitter tool, but it's actually helping you in your business. And then you will see what you may be saying is one thing, but is your conversation reflecting what you are saying? And then once you know that your conversation and your communications are reflecting your brand, what you state is your brand, then you have a better chance of attracting the people that you want to attract. So that's just that's the gist of what Twyla does for you. So um it's um, a great tool. At first, it, I think, I don't even know how I wound up on Twyla, but I said, oh, you have a Twyla page. I said, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, because you're on Twitter, a lot of times you wind up with, you know, on on other platforms automatically. Like you get your clout score. And the mo- just because you're on social media, you're automatically going to have a clout score. So it was one of those things. And it said, you know, where you were trending, what topics you were trending on. But when it came out with the brand assessment, that is the core of the product, having you assess your brand, having you choose your topics. And then they have these things called power tweets, and you have the opportunity to also buffer. So what happens is now when I go to my dashboard, but if everyone goes to twyla.com, if you go over there, you can get sign up for your free brand assessment and their brand builder. So first you assess your brand and then you can start building your brand. And what they do, um, you have to pick, I think, pick eight topics 
that you feel your brand reflects. And then after you pick the topics that you feel the brand reflects, then they give you a score. So now you're being judged on three areas. What is your focus of your tweets, your consistency of tweets, and is it resonating? And resonating me, are your topics resonating with your followers? So what are the reactions to your tweets? And they do a data sampling of your last 300 tweets, and they come up with scores in these areas. And they give you A, B, C, D if for your brand alignment. That's the goal. Are your tweets in, in alignment? And my really my lowest score is really my consistency. So that's an area. And then it will also tell me what area, when was the last day you tweeted on your topics. And then it will tell you the ones. It will suggest tweets also for you on topics that you haven't tweeted on. So it will um, suggest tweets. And it tells you how much percentage of your tweets are on the topics that you say are your brand topics. So, you know, that is what's really, really great about this. And I don't know another product out there like this. So it is definitely worth it just to get your brand assessment, to get your free brand assessment. And this is all, um, and it's just powered by various, I don't know, apps, various type of programs. I know it's partly empowered by Embedly, which allows the interaction and allows them to pull up tweets. Um, a lot of people have, you see now the curated papers, which is like paper.li, paper.li. You have um, scoop.it, and it's a whole barrage of what they call curated places where you can curate stories where that means you can pull up tweets or articles and different things. You can send them off social media, and you're supposed to commentate on them, you know, add your own commentation or judgment and send them out. So you're still referring and you're totally referencing the offer, the author and all, but they're called curated. And what they do, they build newspapers off of these curated tweets because you give them keywords, um, different areas you connect with, different social media your social media platforms and from your platforms they pull up information in various categories so um this is like a really common tool and part of this tool is called authoring um where you build sites authority sites that are based um on a specific area of authority to help you become an authority in that area or help show that you're an authority in that area. And they call authority sites. And so this is a technology that is being used that's basically using feeds, RS feeds and all, just to extract information based off topics where they use keywords to extract the data from across the web and to republish them someplace else. So that could be to a website, uh, in the format of online newspapers, magazines, etc. And so this is now, part of the – yes. Let me interrupt you here because we do a lot of different reviews. We've had uh, Round the Way app on. We've talked about them. We've talked about a couple other products. 
that are developed by uh, uh, minority entrepreneurs and so forth. Now, I know that Twyla has a free assessment, but uh, what's the ongoing cost on it? The ongoing cost is thirty nine ninety nine a month, and there may be a um, think there's probably enterprise level as well. So that's the ongoing cost. Now but, you've been um, using uh, uh, Twyla for uh, uh, quite a while, and you found it to be very helpful in your uh, marketing and branding efforts. And, and they just came into their beta. Just Jim, just let you know, they just came into their beta. So that I've I like I've actually only been in the the paid program for one month because they just. Okay. Um, so I've been with them for over a year, but they've developed from various, you know, from this platform. You know, the first they were just you all got an automatic free page, like I said, like you get a clout score and everything, and it always said where you were trending on. Like, I guess about three or four months ago, they came out with the brand assessment. And so I eventually took the brand assessment, and it was such a good tool. I'd like to say that alone is, you know, very valuable. You know, if you were going to a marketing consultant or working with someone, that's definitely a tool a consultant would use, you know, and I would be cheap. So I start that's how I started there with the brand assessment and then I went on to at least go through one month, you know, to see if it was worth it because it's really detailed and I um I still haven't yet put the focus on it as far as my input. So I'm just learning the system and I'm really realizing, you know, where I need to be. So I mean, now if you come out your brand assist assessment with really high scores, maybe it's not the one for you. But if you come out with lower scores, it is definitely a way to help you align your brand and help you to really start learning how to use Twitter to your advantage. Well, let me interrupt you here. Because uh, some of our listeners may, may not be uh, aware of the intricacies or the uh, true definition of marketing. Uh, most people think of marketing in just in terms of sales. And what you're talking about is a tool that really aligns and, and gives you analytics on, uh, on what, what your efforts, the results of the return on your efforts. So why don't you just break down what marketing actually is? Because it's okay. more than just tweeting. It is a, yes, a, it's a more than promotion. Plan. Yeah. Marketing, mm-hmm. I define, this is the definition I work with. Marketing is the applied science of consumer behavior and the processes that we use to move from a product or service and or service to a sale. So that's how I define marketing. And so it puts a whole lot in there. You have advertising in there, promotions, PR, and just planning, strategy and planning. So all of those things fall under marketing. But um, So now when you look at it, whenever you have a product and all, it has to be relevant to someone. And, you know, that's where your target audience and different things are. And when you develop your brand, it should be 
you know, relevant or responsive to someone, to your audience. So it, and it should matter to them. So your brand is, that's your identity. And it includes your logo. It includes a slogan. You, when you think of your brand, and if someone were to see your company or hear about your company or, you know, or just see your logo, would they recognize it and what would it say to them? So you want, your goal is to make sure that your brand is what people say about your brand is what you say your brand is. You may say it's one thing, but people may say it's another thing. And that's where the Twilight tool comes in. You are out there, you're on social media, you're on Twitter and whatnot. What is what you're saying out there reflective of the brand that you're promoting? Because if if it's not showing across, then therefore people will not say what you want them to say or think. They won't think about your brand in the manner that you would want them to think about your brand. And so that is the benefit, you know, of Twyla. And a lot of times, you know, we need data back, and that's what's the great thing about technology and the ability to have these things. And, you know, you say 20 years ago, to to get this kind of data back would cost you so much more money because you would be doing focus groups, going out doing surveys. You may be doing some telemarketing, you know, and these are things people still do. But for a small business to go out and um, to be able to do all of these things effectively, that's kind of costly budget-wise. So um, a lot of the tools and the Internet and a lot of various different tools, and especially social media, when used correctly, that's one of the best ways to use them. It's not just to promote to people but to measure and, and see what people think and feel about your brand and to get feedback and to use that feedback, um, you know, to strengthen your brand and your product and to make sure that, you know, you're delivering what your customer base wants. Now, we have a lot of members in the Urban Tech Fair that are involved in uh, education and nonprofits. Uh, relative to, uh, when you say products, uh, relative to, to them, it would be more like service. So uh, mm-hmm. kind of uh, explain how Twyla would be helpful to, let's say, a uh, a, a private school or a a, a uh, or a non profit? Oh non profit education, again, um you're still selling a product or service and you still have a Pacific target target audience and you have a Pacific message that you want to get out. If you're a private school and you want to attract a certain type of student and um, of family and parents with certain values and all, if you're not reflecting that in your online communications, they wouldn't know that. You know, we can't, um, which there's always a mistake to assume that somebody knows you or knows your website and they, they'll just, they'll get to your website. 
Our goal is to attract people who don't know us to our website, that no matter what, because they are searching for certain things, that when they go Google and they look up, you know, I'm looking for this type of school, that we will come up. But if we're not communicating that enough across the web and in our communications, and that's from your keywords that you're using on your website and words that you're using in your website through your social media communications, if you're not correctly communicating that, that wouldn't be reflected back. So if you were to you would use Twyla, and Twyla would give you um, a grade to show you where is you know are your tweets focused on the areas that you say your brand is focused on? Like that's your first score. All of your tweets, how many uh, are on topic? And the topics you name the topics. So how many of your tweets are on topic? And they may be on topic. But are you using keywords so that they show up? You, we have to remember that with the Internet, people find out things and people search things by keywords. So are you using those keywords that would let people know that you're, you know, you, dis, you, you have discussions or you talk about it, you know about it, or you're an authority on certain topics? Why don't you uh, give us a, mm-hmm. a, an example of uh, uh, of what a keyword is, or some of the let's say for the urban tech fair, what are some of the keywords uh, that we use in our daily posts? Um, well, I'll give you an example. Like for me, one of my topics that I have in my brand is urban tech fair. Just the, the word urban tech fair. Those are keywords right there. Urban is a keyword. Um, tech is a keyword. Tech fairs are a keyword. And so um, then when I have urban tech fair, they ask me to enter other keywords similar, the synonyms or hashtags I use for my brand. So under urban tech fair, I had the digital drummer, um, Wi-Fi clouds, Blacks in tech. There are different other information that we can um, keywords we can use to so that I would be using are, around the word urban tech fair. Yeah. So keywords don't necessarily have to be one word. It could be two or three words or a sentence. Well, you don't want a sentence. A sentence is generally too long. Um, but generally, two to three words. You know, sometimes four, but generally two and three word um, keyword or keyword phrases. And it can be one word. The problem with one word, and this still, I mean, if that's like a lot of my topics are one word, like my topic marketing. But now when you get into keywords on marketing, you want to look, you want to put words that people actually use when they, they're searching. And also you have you have two things when it comes to keyword. You want something common enough that people use, but you don't want it too common that, you know, a million people are using it and so the the chances that you will come up in the first twenty 
you know, you will come listed in, I, I like to be listed in the first, you know, for, on the first page, in the first 10. But there's, you know, a chance that you come up in the first 10 or 20 are small because there's just so much competition for that word. So then you may want to do two words, something that's common enough that people use, but not so common, like just the word, um, say the word fair, if we just focused on fair or just on tech. Tech is used a million times, but tech fair, that is that is used, but it's not used as much, and we have a better opportunity to come up in the first 10 or 20 under tech fair. Urban tech, that's a phrase that's used a lot. We have urban tech fair, but there are a lot of other urban techs. So, but there's still not a million urban techs. It's not nearly as many urban techs as there is tech. Tech is used, you know, a million times. So, you know, the probability of us coming up in the first 10 or 20 page is harder, and you may have to pay more or do a lot more to come be you know, within a top ten listed under the word tech. So that is the hardest thing about keywords. And I think keywords is one of the hardest things to master when it comes to Internet um, and SEO. Once you can master your keywords and any business, if you can, you need to identify a list of about 15 keywords that is relevant to your to your brand and to your business. 15 good keywords. Now Google has um, a tool you you can use to look at keywords. You can see if you put up a keyword, it'll even check through your website to see if it's actually used how many times. Show you other type of words that you can use and show you. Um, how much competition there is for that word to help you come up with a good list of 15 keywords so that when you're asked for keywords and you need keywords, that these are the keywords you use. Now, these 15 keywords need to be used throughout all from your written to your online throughout all of your communications, these keywords need to be consistently repeated. And that's now, the be, big problem uh, that Jackie, we have. Mm -hmm. Before you, um, uh, sorry to keep interrupting you, but you're touching on so many important topics. Uh, what, what is the um, name or how can uh, people find that Google uh, uh, keyword program that you're just talking about? Um, I'll, I will look it up right now. I'll just Google it. <laughs> but you can just Google um keyword Google keyword tool. That's just it's specifically what it's called. Google keyword tool. And I think most of us have a Gmail because it's hard between Google Analytics and everything. But yeah, um it's keyword planner. It's called the keyword planner has replaced Google um has replaced keyword tool for Google. So it's um you can just go to if you Google it. You have googlekeywordtool.com. Now, and it's in your webmaster, your Google webmaster. If you know, it's it's in there. Now you've talked about the importance of uh, of keywords in terms of 
uh, uh, bringing up your uh, your website, your tweets, your 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 blog, uh, and different search algorithms. Another thing that you mentioned, because girl, you just touching on a whole marketing one hundred and one class right here, is <laughs> being able to define your audience. So, if I hear you correctly, Twilight helps you define and locate your target audience. Did I hear you correctly? Well, it doesn't necessarily help you find your target audience. Twilight is helping you define your brand and to build your brand. And the relevance of that to your audience is that if you're not communicating correctly, there's no way your audience is going to communicate correctly or they will be able to find you. So Twilight is making sure that you have your message together, that your message that you say that you're communicating, what you say your brand is, is actually what you're communicating. Well, so you, you may know, be with, out with there so, tweeting. With so many different uh, social networking platforms, let's say if you want to touch on a uh, a market of uh, uh, kids uh, uh, 12 to 16, they might be on a platform like Uru or, or some of the other uh, newer social networking platforms. If you want to reach uh, adults, uh, you would go to uh, uh, Facebook. If you want to reach uh, professionals, you go to uh, LinkedIn, what is the importance of being able to know and target your audience or, or the people that you want to reach instead of waiting for them to find you? Well, um, it's, it's twofold. Because of the Internet, people can find you. So that's the importance of having your keywords and communicating correctly. And so with that key audience, even if you go where they are, will they respond to you if you're not speaking or communicating or sharing what they are looking for? You know, generally your goal is to solve a problem or help somebody reach their hopes and dreams. And, you know, there's a language that's used. So, you know, you do in finding and de- determining your target audience, you need to know what language and, and what words and things are relevant to them and so that you you know why your brand would resonate with them. If you're um, – just say if you do have um target audience, say, 13 to 18, you know, you're doing teens 13 to 18. And you named your business Square Biz. You know, you'd have to define what that means to them. But if you're like my age, 40-something, you tell me Square Biz, I think of Tina Marie. <laughs> you know, you know, um, Rick James said L7's just a letter too damn straight. I mean, if you go back, when you say square biz, there is an automatic relevance to a certain age group. And that's probably like 40 to almost 60. That age group is going to have a relevance because square being square meant something. I say about being square to my grandson, and he looks at me crazy. 
If I say L7, they don't know what that means. And I'm like, how can y'all think y'all can sample Parliament Funkadelic and you don't know L7? But but that's what's important about the language and the terminology and the different things that you use. Now, hey, square biz can definitely become relevant again. But now you would have to teach that. And you would have to align square biz, the squareness, to something, a terminology and all that they actually use, something that's relevant within there. And when you make, so then that means a keyword you may use, or if you're saying square biz, you're saying um, when the geek or the corny, you know, whatever you want to align it to, you know, so you say when the geek and this is, you know, doing that or, Maybe, you know, Square Biz could be about the, you know, the um, Geek with Swag. I know there's a group belongs to Geek with Swag, Nerds with, you know. It could be aligned with any of those things. You know, like when Geeks with Swag um, take care of business, you know, and that could be Square Biz. When Geeks with Swag take Now we've used the common terminology that they can understand and associated it with something else. And so now you're helping to define it for them. So, but if if you say like say if your business is called Square Biz, and your slogan is when geeks with swag um, take care of business, um, then but if you're not mentioning geeks, geeks with swag, geeks who are cool, if you're not saying geeks and you you take your brand assessment and you're barely ever saying the word geeks, and you want to reach 13 to 18, which you know they tweet, especially you say if you want African-American, they tweet a lot, or period. Their age group tweets a lot. But you're not on Twitter. Or you're barely communicating on Twitter. So, and that's going to show up in your consistency score. And then is your audience reacting or responding to it? That's your resonating score. And that's what this is going to give you. So you can see, I might say this is my brand and all, but I'm not actually communicating. Because I might have thought Twitter was, you know, for me to say something social and tell people what I'm doing all the time and all, and I may have forgot to represent myself as an authority in this industry and, you know, use these words and things that are relevant. As an assessment tool, how would you rate Twyla to Clout and some of the other different uh, uh, assessment platforms that are out there? Twyla surpasses all of them. You know, I and I have used them all, and, and Clout, you know, Clout is good. It's giving you an idea of your influence. But, you know, as a person who does marketing, and when you feel that when you engage with Twyla, you feel that you've come out with something solid at the end. I have a solid something, and it's taking me step by step, and it's showing me how, showing me what my issues are, telling me where I am, then it's giving me a step-by-step process how to get to where I want to be. 
and if you and you follow the formula and you come out and you can you can consistently measure. Every other day they're telling me you're not you're ignoring your brand. I'm like, first I was kind of a little, you know, teed about the tweets, but it's the truth. They're telling me I'm ignoring my brand, so it makes me okay. What am I doing? I'm to the point I'm ignoring my brand. And there are certain people I want to track. So in order to get the people that I want, I can't ignore my brand. And, and another thing that we don't realize, which is one of the things I'm starting to have, there are a lot of tools that I've been using that does some automation. Well, sometimes those automated things, like right now if I tweet, under my tweet, it comes up five times because it comes through my Facebook, it comes back by WordPress, by my network blogs. So I tweet one thing. If I tweet it, now if I just put it on Twitter, it's different, but once I put it on Facebook, it comes back different ways. It comes back through my network blog. If I put it on WordPress, it'll come back. Whatever I put on WordPress gets tweeted back. And so that's another thing. You start to look at your communications and see um, how am I being perceived. That's another thing that Twyla does for you. Twyla creates a landing page. And now what they do, they divide your tweets up by topics. So say if I tweet out about the show, there could be five or six of my top tweets that are just a, the same tweet because they came out on different platforms. Well, if you visit my Twitter page, you're like, oh, this is all she talks about. But if you visit my Twyla page, they have taken my tweets and divided them up into my branding topics. So you say, oh, she got tweets on marketing. And it helps when you go on the other people page. You don't have to look through, trying to look through their tweets to see if there's something relevant to say because there's so many tweets out there. If you go to their Twilight page, you can see what type of things this person tweets on. And then if there's a subject that you're interested in relevant, you can click on and find tweets with that kind of information. Okay. Uh we're about halfway through the show now, Jackie. Do we have anybody yes. in the uh, chat room or anybody that wants to ask any questions? Uh, I, I don't want to just be the, <laughs> the one talking here. Um, not now, no. We did have people early on, but then a couple calls dropped. We did have um, a couple people early on. And then um, we had a call from 5112, so... Um, but basically, um, I'm pretty sure there are people listening in, and we did ask. I did um, suggest to the people again go to www.twylah.com. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it because I know I'm not the only one, and many people I have spoken with are a little lost about truly how to use Twitter to their advantage. And when I realized me, even though most people think I talk about, I talk about marketing all the time, marketing this, marketing that, but my tweets aren't reflecting that. And then that's where we come into the other big thing that's so hot now are hashtags. Now you really want to start using hashtags. Hashtags now have significance. 
It's not just something new coming up trending. They have real significance. So one thing you want to get in the habit of is hashtagging, hashtagging your, you know, whatever your topics are. So if you were to write eight topics around your brand, whatever those topics are, you want to hashtag and use that hashtag all the time. So then what happens is when you are being, you know, when there's SEO and crawl and all, you come up as an authority under those hashtags. And SEO would be search engine optimization? Correct, sir. And that just simply means is optimizing your your Internet presence. And so that's just optimizing for the purpose of search engines. And basically, how do people would do people do on the web? If it's something you don't know, you go, you find a search engine, you type in some words, and you know things come back, information comes back. So you want to know, and your goal is to make sure that whatever, if somebody's typing in words and all that are relevant to you when people are looking for your type of service or product, that when they type in these certain keywords that you come up in that search. So that is the purpose of really defining whether you have, if it's a school or nonprofit, and I've done a lot of nonprofit work for years. I do a lot of nonprofit work. I still do. You know, you and I, Jim, even though you may talk technology and all, we are very, very community-based, and um, which means we do a lot of nonprofit work. But a business is a business. Even if you're an artist, this is the same thing. If you are um, any type of artist, whether it's performing or visual, as an artist, you're a business unto yourself. And we're just we're talking about basic business. You know, when it comes down to it, we're just talking about basic business. You have a brand. That brand needs to mean something. So what Twilight's helping you find out, are you communicating that brand across Twitter? And you probably will find that if you're using Twitter and you're not quite communicating your brand, then chances are you may not be communicating it across other platforms. So once like, I really go through this, then I'm going to see what am I doing on my other social media platforms, and then what is my website doing? You know, you know that a lot of times means, you know, is my communication materials in line? Or maybe they are, and I'm just not communicating certain things. Because people think social media is social, so sometimes the attempt is to be social. Or you just say things, and, um, like, I do repeat a lot of marketing things, but I may not, I don't say marketing, so it's not branded necessarily as that is the topic. So, you know, it's like twofold. You may be having the conversations, but now the hashtags in to help the search engines be able to find you and people be able to find when they're looking at topics and what's trending, you need to start putting hashtags that, you know, describes, you know, the content that you're getting ready to represent. And um, Google, I was just saying Google uh, Plus is using hashtags real big as well. Well, I also want to touch on one of your favorite subjects, which is adding value uh, in terms of your uh, 
your posts, uh, tweets, and, and comments. I know that you have told me often that, you know, whether you're a part of a, uh online community or a discussion group or a, a panel, you've got to add value to the discussion. How does Twyla help you define the, the value of your messages? Well, it really will help you. Now, it will really help you define the value of your messages. Like I said, Twyla gives you a landing page. Like the back, the dashboard in the back, that's grading you, and, and that's your back-end work. But you can still go to your Twyla page, which my own thing, twyla.com forward slash Taylor Adams for me. That's my Twyla page. And it will show you the topics that I am trending on. And... um so how that adds value and authority for you is um, if I'm trending, you know, people see that I, they look at me as authority in these areas because I am trending, according to Twilight, I'm trending on these topics. And you know how you see when you go to Twitter, they come up a list what's trending as far as hashtags. You see that? You always see this, what's trending. Well, now when people come to your page and show you what's your trending topic, that means you have something that's trending. So automatically that adds value, and that's something where you can send people. And then, again, in the getting in that habit when you are in groups and things, by defining a topic, because we're rushed. We're a rushed community. You have a few seconds to make somebody stop long enough to look. So you got to do something to compel them. Well, if I put hashtag marketing, somebody might be interested in marketing. Just because they saw the hashtag marketing, they may go ahead and take a few, you know, few other seconds to read my my remark because they had, saw the um, hashtag tech. Oh, this is some technology. I'm interested in tech. I will go read it, but when they just may see a whole group of words, they may not necessarily think they want to read it. So the hash by pulling that hashtag out with a one word topic, one or two word topic, it helps people quickly identify what that information is about. Now, you know, this has been a, a great uh discussion on how to use uh analytical tools such as uh uh Twilight to help improve your marketing and your branding. But I don't want to end the show without talking about some of the things that we at the Urban Tech Fair have uh, are planning for uh, the upcoming year. And I know that you've been working on a very special uh, uh, program for uh, uh, Hip Hop Music Month. Why don't we talk about that real quick? Well, actually, uh, National Hip Hop History Month is November. And um, we weren't able to actually get something together for that. But um, in that, we're, you know, the Urban Tech Fair, we want to, you know, focus on something that's urban as well as technology. And we want to kick off our membership drive. So we're going to do an event in January during Martin Luther King Day weekend called The Other Side of Hip Hop. And, you know, and this is following National Hip Hop History Month. We want to go back to the beginning, what hip hop is actually about. Um, what hip hop is about and what it was founded on in principles has, is so far away from that. And so many people don't know, even a lot of people in hip hop, a lot of young people, a lot of older people, they don't know what hip hop was actually founded on, which were on 
principles, honestly, it was, you know, helped discovered by African Bombada, who discovered the Zulu Nation on TV. And he lived in the projects up in Brooklyn. He discovered the Zulu Nation on TV. And he went outside and he did his whole documentary on there and learned about the Zulu Nation. He went outside and said, y'all, we're doing this wrong. we got to stop fighting. He was so inspired said, we got to stop fighting and all. So they came up with ways to resolve their issues by battling. And that's what hip-hop was birthed out of. And those battles were the dance battles, the break dancing, art battles, and um, DJing. I think there are what they call there are five elements of hip hop. So it's the rapping, it's DJing, dance, um, graffiti art, and I'm not sure the other. But those are called the elements of hip hop. They're actually five elements of hip hop. Wouldn't poetry be the fifth? Huh? Wouldn't poetry be the fifth? No, poetry is not an element. No, rap is is an element. It's rap, it's dance, DJing, art, and I'm not sure what the fifth one is. You know, I actually had to, like, formally look it up. But, you know, that's just, like, one little piece of information people don't realize. And, like I said, it it started as a thing. They were like, hey, we need to find a better way. Because it was, you know, I guess gang violence and all at that time. And they say, we can find a better way to solve our problems. We shouldn't be fighting one another. And um, there were certain ways that the Zulu Nation dealt with things. And so even Afrin Kimbambada right now, he established what's called the Zulu Nation, which, um, you know, is a big thing of hip-hop. And if you look him up, but he's right in New York now. And then other, you know, big... Even though he was he's not considered the founder of hip hop, but he's considered the master teacher, KRS-One. And I mean, these are principles of love, of learning, of um, knowing oneself, and these are all principles that people would never think that hip hop is about. But this is what hip hop was founded on, and so those are great lessons. And it's a great platform with the urban tech. We're, we're intergenerational. You know, it's not just so. It's a great platform that everyone can come around and to discuss because it is about learning and, and history and knowledge. That is what um, hip-hop is about. And for us to learn, but what's the tech about it and what's exciting, in that form we'll be doing this will be done as a global, we're calling a luminary, a global luminary. And we're, they're not coming to a place, we're not have. it's not going to be hosted in a place, it's going to be hosted where everyone is. And we will be doing interviews, and it can all be, be streamed live. And so we will interview one of the artists over in Germany. Uh, KRS-One, we're not sure if they're going to be on the East Coast or the West Coast at the time, but wherever they are, we will be able to interview them where they are through the use of technology and um, using basic online platforms. We'll be using like our live stream platform. We're going to go through our live stream back office, and we are going to be able to communicate with everyone. So, again, we're showing... 
we'll be showing you use of a tool that we can all access on the internet. Um, video is really big, and we're sh- you know we're going to be showing how you can you know globally connect so that we can um, still have these conversations and still connect and make real communi- you know communication. So while we're you know actually learning something and it's cross generational. So um, that and we will be using this platform, this luminary, to also kick off our membership campaign. So, hey, you can watch for free. And while you're watching, you can just click on the link and get your membership and support the Urban Tech Fair. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then what are we planning for for Social Media Week? We're working on that, too, in February, right, Jim? Yes, we're looking at doing some things here in L.A. during Social Media Week out at Long Beach State with Global Business Incubators. Uh, We're also going to be down at community centers in South Central L.A. and the uh, WLCAC, Watts Labor Action Committee, uh, their facility. Uh, We're trying to get everybody involved in technology. We're trying to promote uh, STEM and an awareness of the importance and how science, technology, engineering and math affect every aspect of your daily life to get more of us aware and more of us involved not only in STEM but STEAM which includes the arts and as you're saying with hip-hop how important the arts are to our societal uh, mindset as we as a community begin to work together to build a better place for all of us and empower everyone as the Reagan used to say a rising tide lifts all boats we believe that knowledge and information uh, will lift up our whole community, not only uh, from a socially conscious perspective, but from an economic perspective as well. Yes, definitely. And then what we're looking to do in March, we are planning, we're going to do our first um, um, digital town hall meeting. We're going to do, you know, State of the Black Digital Community. And that will take place in one of our cities. We'll host it, and that will be um, streamed live. And that will happen in March. And we, um, by um, April, we'll be kicking off our video contest. So, and then that will be something that all of our participating cities, that will be like a kickoff for everyone. So we will um, host a the video contest to have that kick off in April. And so, let's not forget mm-hmm. uh, our, our Ohio OKI region. Uh, they have a whole series of events planned around uh, Martin Luther King uh, week in January and Black History Month in February as well. Uh, you can find out more about their events at the OKI on net OKI UTF. If we go to urbantechfair.org and you click on participating cities, you can, you know, you can find the OKI website from there. Yes, and uh, also at our, our Urban Tech Fair website, you can find uh, uh, copies of our different uh, digital drummer uh, uh, radio show, archive broadcasts of that, as well as key videos of what's happening in and around our community relative to, to technology. 
Definitely. And, um, you know, just visit us at www.urbantechfair.org. You'll be able to, um, we're going to really work to keep it updated, so you'll see updated news um, and especially details about the event. You'll be able, right now you can join by signing up for our email list to stay informed, but you'll also be able to, um, You'll also be able to join and um, to get your membership starting in January. Like we will officially kick off. Um, we will give the exact date um, that we're planning. We'll, we'll do it. It'll either be a Monday or a Tuesday. It's not going to be over the weekend because since we're dealing with so many artists, it's, that's prime time for them. So we'll be either that Monday or Tuesday or probably both days. We may break it down. Um, with, since we have um, a few different people, but it will be done Martin Luther King Day or Martin Luther King Day of Service, whatever you, however you want to call it, and it will be done on that Tuesday. So um, we will be kicking off the membership drive, and um, it's you know very affordable, but we definitely you know need the support. We want everyone to belong, everyone to benefit from being part of the Urban Tech Fair. And um, we're just excited. 2014, we're coming out blasting, very focused. So we will, And we will be doing um, national events, cloud events for the first four months. And we're looking by June to be um, for cities to start hosting that um, their tech fairs. So um, tech fairs will start being hosted in various different cities. But to build up to that, we will be holding cloud events and, and some ground events. Like I said, L.A. on social media, um, which we know people are doing things all across, but, you know, we're going to, like, kind of focus in on L.A. for the urban tech fair, and they're going to stream their events during social media week. So um, I'm pretty sure we can meet up with the founder of Twyla during that time as well. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, Kelly and Eric Twyla, um, Kim. Kelly and Eric Kim are the co-founders of Twyla. <laughs> All right, and this has been a great show, and uh, I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot. I've even learned a little bit here. You know, you are such a wealth of knowledge, Jackie, and, you know, we truly appreciate you and, you know, the work that you're doing to help build this organization and this movement of, of the people. And uh, we look forward to everybody joining us on our different social network platforms, whether Excuse you're on me, Facebook. Jim. Yes. Jim, real quick, we have a caller from the 512. They were on the line. I didn't realize. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Fine. This is Kevin Williams. I've been trying to get in. I guess your line uh, uh, finally answered, but uh, I'd like to come back another time and talk with y'all. Oh, great! Kevin, we'd yeah, like to I... have you on the show as a guest. Uh, you're doing great things. I see your posts, the information that you're sharing, and uh, again, we're just honored to have you as a part of the uh, Urban Tech Fair community because we know that you have been active and supportive of our cause of promoting access to education and commerce. 
and uh, Jackie was saying the 512 call was coming in and out. I'm sorry. we got to have you yeah, on the show. Yeah, because you were on it first, and then... Yeah, you were on there first, and then we, we lost you. So, right. well, then in two weeks, we'll bring you back, Kevin. How about that? Yeah, we can do that, and we can uh, talk about uh, the Around the Wire. Yeah. And what we do with it, the case study. Definitely. Well, Kevin, Definitely. I, I, don't, I don't want to end this show now that we got you. Could you just tell our listeners something um, briefly about what you're doing, your organization, and how they can reach you uh, and what your URL or website is? Um, well, my uh, organization, one of the organizations that I have is um, called Bitwise, and it's chaired by Kai Dupay. I, I don't know. I think you were appointed with him, but... Uh, Bitwise is Black in Technology, Working in Software Engineering, and we are a Microsoft-sponsored organization because Microsoft said that they wanted to hire black. They didn't have any qualified blacks, and we said we make the difference. So they said, well, get us something together, and we'll see what's going on. And we got hundreds of people together. We had uh, Linda Pearson, she was the CIO for NASA, was our keynote speaker. We had a great turnout at the colleges and universities. Uh, and it was it was a great thing when we showed them uh, that we are in technology. And, okay. you know, uh, Kevin, you're a prime example of what we say about Discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard. There's so many wonderful people like yourself that are out there working every day in our communities to inform, educate, and inspire. And uh, truly, we are, are, are hired to have you as a part of the Urban Tech Fair group. Can you get the URL to Bitwise again, please? Uh, it's uh, Facebook and then uh, slash Facebook.com slash Bitwise, uh, and we come up. Um, can you um, say that again? B I. Can you spell that? Just spell it out. Yeah, B I T W I S E. When you t- when you type it in, when you go on Facebook, I th- we're like the first couple of people that come up. That's what I like about that. Um, okay. When she's talking about SEO stuff, the way Facebook SEO is, we come up first when you type in Bitwise. And I have my own company, which is Circadian Solutions, and I like it because when I type in Circadian Solutions, I'm one of the first companies that come up. Okay, great, great. Did you get a chance to go over to Twyla and to take the... Um, I did. This- I, I concur with what you were saying. Uh, with Twyla, it's it's uh, they have a nice a logarithm a SEO or logarithm, and they're taking that raw Twitter data and they make it into metrics so that you can forecast for your brand. Yeah, and um, that's so why we say kind of like it's killing the noise because when you go to your Twyla page, instead of seeing a, a hundred different you know just tweets that could be you know, off top, it, it puts it into what blocks of trending. 
So you yeah. don't, you know, the clutter is cleared and it's in blocks of trending, and you click on a trend, then you go to the tweets relevant to that trend. So it's clean, but it it just dictates a better message. So rather than it's just sending someone, go ahead. It does. Kevin? It does. I mean, actually, the, you know, the three products that they have, the brand builder, the brand page, and the power tweet, uh, tag different uh, areas. The brand page focuses on the SEO, the brand builder is traffic, and the power tweet is positioning. Mm-hmm. So when we put... Um. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> I think when you take that, that uh, attacks the, the main three areas that are, are going to get you an increase in traffic and get your brand on people's tongue. Yeah, and the people that you want. Because that's right. the biggest thing I found about Twitter. I had a lot of followers, but I was realizing for a while, I had a whole bunch of followers that I, it's great that they're following me, but they're not providing. They, this is not the audience that I want. Right. And I had a harder time getting the audience that I want. And so, um, you know, that's important. You know, so um, I had started early, kind of like weeding that out because that's also when you know people start following you that are, you know. If they're not the people that you want or not give you information, you know, it's always strategic to just go ahead and um, weed them out by not following them. Right. So that's just and, having control uh, another thing that needs to do that is a uh, CTA, a call to action. You have to have that in your in your stuff so that people will engage you. Hello? Yes, we're listening to you, brother. Spread the word. Spread the knowledge. Oh, yeah. With the call to action, it makes them engage you. You're telling them to uh, do something by a certain time. You, you're, uh, It's making the action come to you instead of you waiting on it. They're going to uh, say, hey, they, you know, people are visual. They see something, they're going to click on it, and that call to action button is going to bring you, bring them right into your arena where you can say, hey, I have this product. You do, you know, you have a captive audience with that call to action button because they're going to look at it and say, oh, okay, this is really good. They get a taste of it, and then they, they in turn tell other people, they uh, send it as a link to their people, and then you have that word of mouth. Nothing beats the word of mouth. Well, that's that's true, and you know we're we're running out of time, my brother. But I look forward to uh, having you on the show and talking with you in detail about Bidwise and the efforts that you're making uh, to support and promote uh, minorities in technology. Thank you for calling in. No problem, Jackie. Jackie, I guess Jackie's uh, doing double duty in the uh, uh, chat room and everything. Uh, We really appreciate the support. And, again, we ask everybody to go to www.urbantechfair.org 
to meet our different members, learn about the different organizations, our collaborative partners that are working with us, and to support our efforts in getting the word out about the importance of access, education, and commerce in our urban communities. Jackie, are you back yet? I don't think she is. I think we've lost Jackie there. (laughs) But thank you again, my brother, for listening and supporting us. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And don't eat too much. And we look forward to seeing you on Facebook and LinkedIn and the other uh, channels that that you post to regularly every day. Have a good night. And enjoy your holidays. Okay. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.